Hey friends, I have had such a good time so far this season. It has been so fun to be talking about goals and living intentionally. And we had quite an amazing season finale for season one of the Chronically Cultivating podcast. And y'all loved the Power Sheet Prep Gals. So they are here with me today. And guess what? They're not just here for one episode. They are going to be here throughout the season cheering you on. And yeah, so I guess let's get started. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here, I challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Today, I'm sitting with some of my closest friends who encourage me to do just that. I'm Mara. I'm Sam. I'm Lauren. And together with Cassie, we're the Power Sheet Prep Gals. We love to take the guesswork out of goal setting. We love to dive in and make a mess. We do real life together. Here, you'll find us throwing confetti, ringing cowbells, and encouraging one another to cultivate what matters with our Power Sheets Intentional Goal Planners. And we want to invite you to come along and join us. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. So we had the most fun doing an episode, and after discussing it and all of us going through our goals, we are so honored to be able to um, invite you to join us as we work to cultivate what matters in our lives. So this is, as I said, going to be something that will be a recurring thing. They're not just a one-time guest. They are a fan favorite, and we're so excited. So yeah, I'm so excited to have everybody here again. Yes, I'm so glad to be back. Honestly, the last podcast episode was like one of the highlights of my month. Mm-hmm. And also, Mora got married in October as Holla! well. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that shout out, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think besides getting married, the podcast was also a highlight of my year. So yeah. I would totally agree with that. Yep. So special. I felt like... My, one of my dreams was coming true, so I feel kind of famous. <laughs> Thanks, Cass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this has been so fun, and I think what's been so neat is when we think about where we started as friends and doing this, I don't think we could have ever anticipated getting to this place. Mm, like. No. Yeah. I don't think any one of us would have said, oh, yeah, I think that, you know, out of school, like, this is this is going to be part of our life. We're going to do this. A lot of us, some of us, some of you guys didn't even know each other before then, mm-hmm. and some of us haven't talked in, like, years. And so it's just really, really neat to be doing this now. And, you know, we get a lot of questions, especially on my Instagram, where I talk a lot about grace and goals and that platform that I have. And we just get a lot of questions about how to do your power sheets right, how to look at different things, how to make them your own. So today we want to talk about ways that you can make the most out of your power sheets Um, because it can be a little overwhelming, I think. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it can be, especially for someone new, to see just all the options and all the things. It can be really overwhelming. Especially when you see how like beautifully, you know, curated everyone's tending list is, I definitely feel intimidated. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like a comparison thing. And I love in the prep work, they talk about Mm. comparison. And I think that's such a huge piece of things. And you know, we really want to just discuss the prep work, because when we're thinking about making the most out of our power sheets, the prep work is 
the key to all of it. And it's what allows us to be honest with ourselves. And I feel like if we can't be honest with ourselves about where we're at in our current life, we're not going to be able to be honest about setting our goals and Mm -hmm. what's going to be realistic for us. And it's definitely hard to open up your power sheets, especially if you've been following Cultivate What Matters on any social media platform. They're wonderful. They're amazing. And all of their you know, their power sheets are artwork, I I would say. Um, And so for me, when I first got my power sheets, I was so excited to make my tending list. It was, it was hard for me to sit down and actually do the prep work because all I wanted to do was to get that, you know, post-worthy tending list, which is super fun to do. But if you're skipping over, like Cassie said, the most important part, then you are not going to get the most out of your power sheets. Mm -hmm. Well, and the questions that they ask are hard questions like questions that sometimes we don't even want to answer because we just don't even want to go there and I know I really really struggled and probably spent over an hour on the you know breaking your identity box and all of that because I just didn't even know what to do and I was like I just want to skip this and I knew that that was not an option and I was like all right I need to do this and there was so much good that came out of it and I think it's just really really important that we just get honest because it has to start there. We have to be honest about where we're at or we can't move forward. Yeah, you owe it to yourself, kind of. That's what I kept telling myself. I was really nervous to somehow, like, break through my identity box. And I was almost nervous to see, like, what I would find once I broke Uh through the identity box. And it was kind of like I just needed to do it and go for it because it could open up many doors on the other pages that are in the power sheets. Mm -hmm. And as amazing as it is to be able to talk to your friends and say, how do you feel like I'm growing? How do you feel like I'm doing? It is still really, really important that we all take the time to sit on our own and figure out who we are, answer those hard questions. Because when it comes down to it, we want to be honest with ourselves. When we're reflecting on our power sheets and as we're moving forward in anything in life, not just goal setting, You know, we want to ask ourselves the question, did we do our best? Because if we did our best, then that was our best. But I think we have to be careful to make sure that we are truly doing our best and not... um, Not half-assing it. Yeah. I mean, similar to what Cassie was just saying, I was always brought up with the ideal of do your best and that's all that matters. That was really hammered home to us as kids. When I say us, I mean me and my siblings. Because of that, even when I know that, you know, I studied really hard for an exam and I only ended up getting a B minus or even lower, that was the absolute best that I could put into as far as, you know, that task went. And at the end of the day, I can't really beat myself up about it after the fact because... I put my heart and soul into it, and that's it. Especially when it came into the power sheets setting, it was really important to not just fill the lines, but actually put meaning into those lines. Really sit back and reflect on those questions before you write anything down. Because at the end of the day, you you can't do power sheets incorrectly, Mm -hmm. except by not doing them or half-assing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for those of us, especially with chronic illnesses, it can be really hard to determine, am I doing my best? Is this my best? Because our body and our just life is always ever-changing. And something I've found that's so helpful, 
especially with weekly and daily goals, is that I will go in there and I will have three different things that might happen. You'll see a check, meaning that I did that task. It will be blank, meaning that I didn't prioritize it, I didn't have time, whatever the case may be. And then I've made a third space, and that's an X. So I'm able to put an X through on a task if I couldn't do something that was out of my control. Like the reason that that task didn't work out was because my body said no, or my circumstances said no, and it was out of my control. So what I love about that is that I'm able to go back, and when I'm looking at my month, I know that those blank like spaces are truly blank spaces. And I can evaluate, well, is that goal not a priority to me at this time? Do I want to try to be better at that? And I don't have to just feel like I didn't accomplish anything. And honestly, it's been really freeing to have those axes in there because I can just write those days off and know that doing my best meant taking care of my body. Mm. And that was what I needed to do that day. So it just has taken a lot of pressure off and helps me look at things and evaluate if I did my best and I'm the only one that can answer that question. And also don't forget to be kind to yourself. I know sometimes I get caught up in, oh my gosh, this needs to be perfect. I need to have every single day checked off, everything perfect. There are times where I just completely like forgot a group of days or something like that of logging in my daily tasks, I guess you would say. And I just remembered, I remember Cassie always saying grace over guilt, and that really stuck with me, and sometimes I just go into that section of the daily tracking and write grace over guilt. It's Mm -hmm. okay. You don't have to backtrack. Just forget about that. That's in the past. Now let's focus on the future and getting better. 100%. Like, 100%. That is super important, too, that we're kind to ourselves, and I think there are a lot of people that you know, once they have gone through their prep work, they're thinking of like, well, how do I do the tending list? Am I doing it right? And I know that Mara said at the beginning, but there really is no wrong way to use your power sheets except to not use them. I know for me, one of the things that I struggle with when it comes to doing a tending list is that I'm a recovering perfectionist, as I joke. But, you know, for me, when I think of that perfectionist, that's an able-bodied person, and I am not in that space anymore. So I have to look at my goals and keep myself in check and make sure that that just perfectionist in me doesn't take over the page because then my tending list isn't really meant for who I am now and what my life looks like. And it's okay if our tending lists look different in different seasons of our lives. In fact, I think your tending list should look like different things in different seasons of your life. Because at the end of the day, if your tending list is the same goals over and over again, are you really making progress on those goals? Or are you just putting it there to have something to check off? Or to have something that you're beating yourself up about? Yeah. I was thinking about... You know, I do see a lot of posts, especially in the, there's like a power sheets group on Facebook and so many people will share their tending list or talk about, they, like they just don't know what to put. They don't feel like they're doing it right. They feel like they're doing it wrong. Their goals aren't right. And it makes me so sad because I think about when I first started using power sheets, legitimately goals I would have on my list would be like, get an oil change, clean your house, register your car. Like my goal was to get through life, like, survive, do what needed to be done, because that's where I was, honestly. And now, a couple years later, still using power sheets, I can start 
dreaming bigger and pursuing the things I'm passionate about because I'm in a different place in life. Not one tending list is more valuable than the other. I needed them equally in that phase of life than the phase of life of the phase of life that I'm in now. So for anyone out there who thinks like, oh my god, I have the wrong goals or these goals aren't exciting, that doesn't really matter. That doesn't mean you're doing them wrong. It means they're you're using your power sheets for what you need them for, and that is right. <laughs> yes, 100%. You're, you can't be wrong, really. And sometimes I know I don't feel ready to start something in the power sheets, or I feel like I'm not doing something right, or like Cassie said, I am a perfectionist as well, and I just need everything to be perfect. Like, I could go months or days without filling something out but then I remember done is better than perfect. And I think that is super important. I even think about that in other areas of my life that like my to-do list, sometimes I go months without checking something off and it really just takes me like five minutes to get done. And then once it's done, I'm like, okay, but done is better than perfect, definitely. And now I know the significance of that. And as long as you do your best, you're golden. I don't even have anything else to say. Like, (laughs) because that's, that is exactly what all of this is about. Yeah, my attending lists for sure have looked different in different seasons, and that's okay. I think one of the other beauties of it is that even though you may be going through a similar season of life as the person that you do your attending list with or that you're talking about them with, you know, the four of us are on pretty similar playing fields as far as life goes and my tending list looks nothing like Sam's and it looks nothing like Lauren's mm-hmm. and it looks nothing like Cassie's. That we're all individual yeah. people and even though we're all the same age and doing the same things and similar and similar. Oh my goodness. We are so similar. We're so similar. Yep. We're very similar. Billions and billions and billions. Sorry. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) But because we're all, I mean, we're all so similar, but we're all incredibly different. (laughs) Sorry. So sorry. (laughs) And as you can see, we have a lot of fun. Yes. (laughs) And yes, there are so many things to take seriously with your power sheets, but I think one one of the things that we forget is that one of the ways that we can make the most of our power sheets is to enjoy them. I mean, they're so beautiful, and what I love is, you know, they've left, Cultivate What Matters, they've left so much space for us to make these our own and to really just use them for how we are looking to use them in our season. And honestly, it's been really nice. And I think maybe you guys would agree that I definitely find that I let my perfectionist side go when I'm with everybody and we're working together because I feel welcomed and I know like things may not be perfect and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And we all encourage each other to do different things as well. I know Cassie has said this before with this being a season of her life where she's embracing blank lines. I have a really hard time doing that, mostly because I don't want to. And, um... <laughs> Love the honesty. Love the honesty. Thank you. You can't see it, but I'm bowing. <laughs> um... But I think that that encourages each other to do the opposite, you know, like add a goal that you don't think that you can accomplish, but something that you want to strive towards or something that you may not be super excited about. And so you just decide that you don't want to work on it this month. Either way, 
it's really nice to have people encouraging you to do things one way or the other. So thanks, guys, for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I know we talked about it a bit um, in the last episode. And friends, if you did not hear our first episode, we had a blast. Um, so you definitely want to head back to season one, episode 50 for that. You know, we truly do have so much fun with this. One of the things that we've said is that we're close enough that we're able to say, do you really think that that goal is achievable? Or hey, I know that you feel like you can't do that, but you can. And like, I'm going to cheer you on because we've talked a bit about how our tending list shouldn't make us anxious. And there's Mm -hmm. a good kind of anxious and then there's the anxiety that we don't want. And I think we have all, by doing these together, has really helped us all address this. For sure. I remember when we started talking about that, like that topic came up of, oh, your tending list shouldn't make you anxious. And I was like, yeah, so true. There's nothing worse than not wanting to open your uh, power sheets because you're afraid of what's there. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, I think there is some space for your air tending list making you anxious. If there's a goal that you really want, that you're really dreaming about and is scary, that's good too. So sometimes there's that good anxiety and that bad anxiety. And I think when you're in a group of people, they can help you kind of strike that balance between, hey, that's way too much. You're not going to want to open your power sheets and no, go for it. You can do this. That's the good kind of scared. Do it. (laughs) Here on Chronically Cultivating, we love to give practical tips because we never want you to walk away from an episode and feel like, wow, that was a great conversation, but I don't know how I can do that in real life. So we've talked about some of the important things that help us make the most out of our power sheets, like knowing what's realistic, making sure we're measuring success well, and that we're honestly going through our prep work. So some of the more practical tips of how to make the most out of your power sheets can be done in many different ways. And one of the first ways is the using the wildcard pages. Yeah, I actually started using wildcard pages before I knew that Cultivate made their own wildcard pages. So basically when I first got into power sheets back in 2019, I started breaking down each of my monthly goals on the wildcard page. So if I had a goal such as read two books or send two letters to friends, then on the the other page I would make a little box and just write down the different things that I needed to do with that. So if I'm writing two letters, I need to pick friends that I need to send the letters to, write the letters, address the envelopes, and then send them. So there's kind of like this step-by-step process for each of them. And so that's how I had begun using the wildcard pages, was to just track how my monthly goals were going without getting into too many specifics on that line there on the tending list. And that was a really, really great process for me as far as picking monthly goals wisely and getting more detail into it as well. I'm a very visual learner, so that was helpful for me to go through the tending list and actually, you know, space it out. And it was a space for me to get creative with it as well. I was using a lot of fun pens and some stickers and just making it my own on that page. So I've I've been making my own. I've taken some ideas from Cultivate, um, but for the most part, I've I've stuck with the idea of sticking with my own wildcard pages. Well, and when I was you know doing power sheets, I 
was the opposite. I was just doing all the wild cards because I didn't even have like that creativity to even think of, you know, I could make my own wild card if something didn't fit rather than just using the printable wild cards that they have. And it was like a whole like new world opened up after you had like started showing me how you were using them. And I just was like, this is a game changer. Like this is going to help me make the most out of what I have. And I started doing, you know, just making my own like Mara was and then kind of took it to my own level as well of saying, okay, what, what do I want to do if I want to have quarterly ones or monthly ones? What does that look like? And the first one that I had ever made was a quarterly wild card so that I could write down one victory every single day so that even if medically looking at my life, I had three months that just were terrible and I feel like I didn't accomplish anything, I'm able to look back and say, well, I accomplished 90 things. They're little victories, but they're still victories. Mm-hmm. And that was something that just changed everything and now I do like you were saying sometimes use a mix of some cultivate stuff but I do a lot of my own and friends if you want to take a look at some of these on the grace and goals resource library on living the chronic you can download the wildcard pages that we've made so if you just go to living the chronic slash wildcards you're going to find them all there and you can print them and add them just so that you can get a better look at what we're talking about here I don't think it's any secret that I love wild cards. At least in this group, they know I have a stash. An addiction? There's a lot. And you know what? (laughs) I'm not ashamed. Lauren comes in with new wild cards for everyone. (laughs) I'm like, look, guys, use these, okay? Anyway, I digress. I'm so happy that Cassie has a library, too, because now I get to, you know, stock up there. Anyway, I love wild cards, as previously stated, but I specifically love them because I feel like they help me, like, they coordinate with my goals really well, the ones that Cultivate has specifically. For instance, like, something that's always on my monthlies monthly goals in my tending list is to cultivate important relationships in my life so I will consistently use the relationship tending list because it helps me just kind of get all my thoughts out on paper and it limits me to you know three or four people I tend to be kind of like have that extra gene where I'm like I'm gonna love everyone perfectly this month (laughs) and that is so unrealistic so it helps me to kind of like pace myself and love people really well. Another one of my favorites is the cultivating a life-giving home. I feel like sometimes I just struggle to, you know, be in a good rhythm and routine. That one helps me just plan it out. So there are so many options and I just, I love them and they're so pretty and I get to use tending tape and I just, wild cards are the best and they just help me kind of put more detail into something that's just written on my monthly line. If I'm just reading cultivate relationships, what does that even mean? I need a wild card. (laughs) Yes. Makes it more exciting. Yeah. Yes. So unpopular opinion. I actually don't use wild card pages, which is crazy. I know. I'm a a head out. Um, (laughs) So. Guys, there is one way to do parachutes wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Oh, no. So what I actually do use is my bullet journal. I've been using it for over 
two years now, a little bit before I started using power sheets. And what I do is basically like my bullet journal pages are wildcard pages. So I was like, okay, I'll just get some ideas from Cultivate's wildcard pages and add it into my own bullet journal pages. Like I have a budget page. I have a cover page for every month. Just make it all pretty because I'm a very creative person and I am a visual person as well. So that really inspires me. I have a habit tracker. I have different things I can't think of right now, but there are plenty. I <laughs> it's a whole notebook full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm almost done with it. So yeah, I just wanted to say that because don't feel bad if you have a bullet journal as well, you do not have to stop using it. You can just add it to your collection. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad I got to find a way to utilize both the power sheets and my bullet journal at the same time. And I didn't have to give either up. You could still use both together. And I honestly love it. It inspires me. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it goes to show like this is about making the most out of your power sheets and you found that the best way to do that was doing it with another journal and mm -hmm. it's going everyone's journey with power sheets is going to look different another thing that I would definitely say if we're going practical tip is to just really make sure that you're enjoying your power sheets I know that there is nothing better than going into my power sheets and just having it all pretty and it gets me excited and I love it and Yes, we could always allow comparison to creep in, but I really like to focus on my tending list. What do I like about it? Because it really doesn't matter if anyone else likes it. Mm -hmm. It's about that I mm -hmm. like it. Right, they're Cassie's power sheets. They're not Maura's. Well, yeah. I have my own. <laughs> <laughs> so it just kind of comes down to, you know, going, if you love lots of stickers, do lots of stickers. If you love lots of color go for that. If you want a more black and white or maybe just a little bit of color, a little bit of stickers, you have the option to do that. There is no wrong way to do this. And I know we keep saying that, but that's because we want you to hear it and take it to heart. There is no wrong way to do your power sheets. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Make sure you're enjoying it because they're yours. You want to make them your own and you want to love them because they are yours and your power sheets are going to be what is inspiring you to accomplish your goals. So you want to have fun with it and be creative. Don't be afraid to use different pens, different stickers. I know Maura and Lauren have competitions <laughs> on who uses the most stickers. <laughs> Um, and I personally love like making little doodles, um, and I'm starting to hop on the sticker train as well. And it just makes it really fun. Honestly, sometimes I just pull out my power sheets just to make another doodle to <laughs> make me like more inspired and excited to check off my daily tracker on there mm -hmm. and just keep myself accountable. Well, and we love to look at color palettes. This has just been a fun add-on thing for us to do. And sometimes our color, like, you know, will match. We'll say, oh, yeah, we really like that color palette. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do that too. But the thing is that they, our power sheets are going to look entirely different. <laughs> we could have the same color palette and have it all look different. And that's what's so beautiful about this is because they're ours. And we have come to a place where we can embrace that and... It's made it just so much more fun. I also think, just as a note, if you don't have pretty pens, if you don't have stickers, if you don't have glitter or tending tape, doesn't mean your power sheets are inferior. Again, you can't do this wrong. So if all you have is 
power sheets and a pencil, start there. Just Honestly, saying. start in pencil anyway because yes. I, make, <laughs> I make a ton of spelling mistakes and <laughs> it's pretty bad. And I will say we actually today, we have all of our old power sheets here surrounding us and I was looking through mine from 2018 and it's just all in black and white, um, mm. some pencil as well. And the entire, like, all my tending lists were like that for that year. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're not any less beautiful. They're just, that's what I wanted at the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it just took exactly what you said. Like, it is okay to use those tools. I did almost all my prep work in pencil. Like, it's okay like if that's what simplifies things for you and you like it that is all that matters I was doing my prep work for when I was trying it out for my six month trial run I guess you would say and I was doing it all in pencil and I was like oh this is looking so good I love this (laughs) so it's all about your mindset as well just have fun with it I feel like if I had to sum up what the theme of everything that we've been saying this whole time, it would be like, you're doing it right. Like, hear us on this. You're doing it right. There isn't, like, a right goal. There isn't the right penmanship. There isn't the right color or the right wild card. It's just, like, your power sheets are supposed to work for you. You're not supposed to make your power sheets like anyone else's. So, I don't know. We've said a lot. But that's why I feel like keeps recurring and our conversation is just like, they're for you. They're supposed to work for you. So do what makes you happy and inspires you, yeah. you know? The best way that you can use your power sheets is by starting on page one yes. and continuing forward. Yes. Yep. Just keep Amen. going. Friends, before we end today, we have one more very exciting thing to share with you. Today we are launching our account where you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is the PSP Gals, and you can find us there. We would love to be able to cheer you on and get to know you better. Yes, send us a message or send us a comment or give us a like. We want to interact with you and meet you and cheer you on. Come say hi. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. You got this. Friends, as our time here comes to an end, I want you to know that the resources don't stop here. If you want to check out the Power Sheets Goal Planner, head to livingthechronicillnesslife.com slash goals. There you will not only find the Power Sheets Goal Planner, but an entire interactive library of free resources called Grace and Goals, which holds blog posts, printable wildcards, downloads, videos, and even some of these episodes right here to help you continue cultivating an intentional life right where you are, no matter how uncertain the season. Whether you're building an intentional life through your daily habits, planting a garden, setting goals, or simply resting well, you can cultivate an intentional life. Head on over to livingthechronicillnesslife.com to access all of these resources.